0: I want to live that way. We're floating on the river. It's the Entertainment Entertainment (laughs) Podcast uh, featuring the entertaining comedians uh, Justin Angermeyer and Caitlin McKee. I'm Justin Angermeyer. I'm
1: Caitlin McKee. This is the theme song to the movie The Iron Claw. Uh, we just saw it last night. and We are pumped up to talk about it. We're
0: pumped up. <laughs> uh, I, I think that movie is as good as it gets. I'm going to get into it in a, in a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's that's the theme song. That's mm-hmm. the song that brother Michael uh, in the movie uh, his band sings uh, as he was a musical talent.
1: Yeah, Michael. Talking about the, the movie about the Von Erich brothers. It's a wrestling <laughs> family. Yeah.
0: So and, um, and there will be probably getting into some minor spoilers okay. here. Just heads up. It's been out for a couple of weeks, but just a heads up.
1: Yeah, just a heads up. And yeah, but also the story is kind of well known in the wrestling world. Yeah, And yeah. so hopefully we won't be spoiling anything. But um, yeah, we saw it last night. We went to um, the AMC in Times Square, which I have not mm. been to Times Square in like, I feel like a year. Probably,
0: yeah, probably in a while.
1: And I was like, this is nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, you you like, know, really, it, it really, uh, COVID has opened a new light on Times Square.
1: Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm appreciating all the lights. There really weren't that many people around. Like, no, it was dead. It was kind of dead. Was,
0: which was nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and
1: we were on, like, we were right on, it's so right on 42nd between, like, 8th and... Um,
0: right in the heart of it.
1: Yeah, between 8th Avenue and, like, Broadway or whatever. So I was, like, I mentally prepared for a fight to get down to that movie theater. Yeah. And I just walked right down. Uh, we
0: were... Reason we yeah we were strolling. I was hanging out in front of the movie theater, easy, uh, having a great time.
1: It was easy.
0: Uh, um. Yeah, and it was you know a nice cold night in New York City.
1: Yeah, but then once you did go into this AMC in Times Square, it's a bit of a death trap. Uh, there are yeah. escalators, they're very thin, and it seems like the only way to get up to your theater is these really tiny escalators. And I was just like, if anybody starts to act crazy, we're just trapped on this terrifyingly skinny escalator with well, it's, some crazy people
0: yeah you you astutely <laughs> brought to attention because i've never thought about that about escalators in general how yeah if someone comes to the top of that escalator with a gun they're just gonna boom 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 you're boom sad. you're just sitting ducks yeah we were sitting ducks on the thin escalator that it, it, it was like dungeon-esque stairs it's, going up super thin uh but we eventually got to auditorium 11 got we there. got to theater 11 mm-hmm. uh and we we sat in a nice small theater it
1: was very small it
0: was a small intimate theater it was like yeah. we were hanging out in the living room with all of our friends watching uh, iron claw
1: yeah it was a small theater there were a lot of people there i thought for a monday night yeah for just like um, a, for a
0: monday night for a movie that's been out for like a month and a half at this point
1: yeah but we did which is
0: which i'm like thumbs up that must mean good word of mouth Mm. For the snub of the season, Iron Claw, which did not get nominated for anything.
1: Which is cr- kind of crazy. Which is
0: ridiculous. Yeah,
1: because really, like... So, Justin's a huge wrestling fan, and he kind of, like nudged us to go see this movie and i was just kind of going in open-minded i really didn't know anything about the story i didn't really know anything about the movie and i thought it for me it was just going to be this kind of like theater of muscle that i got to watch it's like who's just judging very,
0: yeah very much a uh, a, a, sh- a showcase of the male physique
1: right but really it's I, I was like pleasantly surprised i actually thought this was like a really well constructed movie like everything about it was just well done
0: it was awesome <laughs> it, was, it was it was awesome i yeah. had the time of my life watching watching this movie
2: yeah
0: uh i loved watching jeremy allen white sprint anytime he was sprinting <laughs> same thing with zach efron they're tiny bodies they're tiny pumped up bodies pumped up, yeah tiny pumped up bodies zach efron should be winning the academy award for this i'm like <laughs> i'm like justice for zach zach efron is my greta gerwig right
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i was really um I feel like one thing Zach Efron did really well... Because he plays the brother who... Um, Kevin Von Eric, right? Yes. Is that he plays Kevin Von Who's Erich. He's
0: the lone surviving brother.
1: Yeah, lone surviving brother for this really tragic wrestling family. And, like, I feel like one thing he did really well, which is kind of handle the emotional weight of everything. Because it's a yeah. very emotional movie. And I thought yeah. he kind of carried, like the emotional, I don't know, weight of the situation in a way that wasn't cheesy, that was, like, believable, yeah. and it was just, like, yeah, not an easy thing to do, I thought. you No, know, believable
0: be... was the word for me. It was all yeah. very believable, the way yeah. he dealt with grief, like, the relationships with all of the characters, like, I believed them as yeah. brothers who really loved each other and cared about each other.
1: And also, it's, like, this family that you're basically not allowed to have any any negative emotion you're not allowed to bring any of your like you're not allowed to basically discuss anything negative like it's yeah. just a very suppressed uh family in that way so then for him to have to express the emotions in that context where he, you're, you're in a family where you're really not allowed to Cause, it, it was interesting yeah
0: because that sounded like a coping mechanism passed down from their dad oh yeah because they lost the first child's baby jack which i found out today was electrocuted to death at five horrible horrible uh and i guess then this was like oh so the family name is cursed the von eric name is cursed and yeah that was like the dad's whole thing if we are the strongest the biggest the most successful nothing will hurt us yeah, uh, and I listened to a podcast today with Kevin Von Erich on Chris Jericho's podcast. Shout out to Chris Jericho, Talk is Jericho and Kevin Von Erich when they I guess when the movie came out and they were doing this to promote it. Yeah. Uh but he said he says that his dad was not the mean, stiffler, angry guy that they portray him in this movie. He said that there was a lot of creative liberties taken with his dad's personality. Hmm.
1: That's interesting. Okay. Which was
0: kinda interesting to hear. Yeah.
1: yeah, because when watching it I just assumed like, okay, this was this was the family dynamic. The dad was kind of like, um, basically pushing everybody to uh uh p- pushing his kids into winning because he couldn't win at wrestling that was the kind of tone it was like the dad felt robbed von, in his career
0: yeah the von eric's need to bring the nwa title home yeah because because they never gave it to fritz
1: yeah but i did read too so fritz is the dad fritz von eric um and that i read
0: legendary old wrestler
1: yes and i read that like I think it was on the Wikipedia. Just basic that when his son died, the youngest son died. He kind of like took it out on the wrestling world and like took his like anger and Mm. injustice of his son dying to the injustice of the wrestling world to him. So, oh, and when
0: Baby Jack, yeah, wow. So
1: I I think maybe while the dad wasn't. Like of course Kevin yeah. Von Eric is saying that, but I do think there was some truth. Oh, I'm, to sure. I'm sure.
0: This kind of yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm sure Kevin Von Eric is kind of just like because I was wrong. I thought that the von Erics had a lot to do with this movie, but they they had no idea. They're oh, just wow. like so they really okay. didn't. So they eventually, I guess see the. Because now Kevin Von Eric's sons are wrestling. So they were, I guess they were in the last scene, like that last wrestling scene. Oh, okay. When they're showing like the Sportatorium, which is like their big, yeah. where they, when they're showing how it's like dwindling down, I guess it was like they used two of the Von Erick kids. Oh,
2: wow. Okay. Um, That's
0: interesting. Which I didn't really remember, but I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, and I think it was more. I guess Kevin on Eric too, being like, just my dad wasn't a villain, right? Like, like, yeah. yeah, like I think that's more where he was coming from with it, which is understandable. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, it's
1: like okay, like I'm sure he had to even if he does have a difficult relationship with his father. It's yeah. like okay, but I really don't need the world to think my yeah, dad was a, think my dad was responsible for my brother's. Yeah,
0: because in know? the po- it, yeah in the podcast too, he was like, he's like, it wasn't my dad who killed Carrie. It was like drugs and right. his injury. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. I guess a lot of the brothers struggled with drugs and yeah. yeah.
1: Which is also, I think, because Justin's a huge wrestling fan. I didn't really know wrestling until I started dating Justin. Um, and I feel like that's one thing you always talk about is like the Ric Flair era of wrestling, which this... co uh, definitely co- coincided very with. Very Wild West, yeah. It was a lot of a lot drugs, a lot of coke. It was
0: the 80s, so it was yeah. just there was a lot of drugs, <laughs> a lot of coke everywhere. Yeah. And so, yeah, the wrestling, all the booze, like booze and coke, hardcore yeah. with, with these guys. And also
1: uh, just because the what they put their bodies through. And then pain. yeah. I mean, killers. how yeah. they need to yeah. kill pain. It's yeah. like they're just mm-hmm. always in pain because of yeah. what their job is, you yeah. Know? yeah,
0: just got um, beating themselves to shit every single night.
1: Which is just so crazy. Yeah. But I think what, for me, who's like, I'm not, I mean, I like wrestling. I definitely prefer to watch wrestling over sports. Any day yeah. um, I appreciate it
0: You've always said it
1: <laughs> Yeah I, I love It's like, I love the whole Spectacle aspect of wrestling It's like I love the, the- theatrical aspect The showmanship of it Like I, I
0: It's I, ridiculous
1: It's ridiculous
0: In like the best way possible Yeah me, like, Yeah you
1: know. And I love the whole Like um it has like a soap operatic. It's always very soap operatic with the best friend betraying. Like all the kind yeah, of storylines are it, so dramatic. The, I mean, the heart um, of wrestling
0: is like melodrama, good versus evil. Right? Like, yeah, yeah it, the good guys win. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's so it's so crazy. And that I, I like all those aspects, the storytelling aspects of it, and the hyperbole of it. I, I really appreciate that. But what I really liked about this movie is just like. Um, it was just really well done. Like, the way they laid out the story was really well done. Yeah. The way it was shot was really beautiful. The art direction, like, very much attention to detail. Like, it, my favorite thing about it was the, like, the graphics and all the, like, set design in the background. Because, like, like even we got to see the Sportatorium. Like, I'm not sure if that was the actual Sportatorium, but, like, it looked like a 70s arena in Texas. Like, yeah, because it, <laughs> it it, like...
0: yeah, I, I guess it wasn't the exact place, but okay. Devon Day and the two grandsons like Kevin but Eric and his sons were talking about how blown away they were when they got to see like yeah why, they were like this is crazy visually yeah. it's so good and it's it, so yeah.
1: concise and like um like I, I was like obsessed with the cross <laughs> it's just so dorky but like it does a lot of crossfades and it reminded me of like there is a what is this movie referencing? And I think it might be The Shining. I'm not mm. sure, but I might be projecting onto this. But, like, there's this constant, like, crossfading of between scenes. And, like, a lot of times the images of the brothers are overlaid. Yeah. And I was like... it And then when I, I looked it up, The Shining is known for that. So I was like, is he kind of, like, you know, folding in this whole, like... um I don't know, The Shining. It's this family that goes kind of into madness. And I, I was like, see could that. there be... Yeah. But anyway, if, even if you don't know enough about the story of the Von Erics, there's enough, like, filmmaking here to, like, keep you interested. Like, it's a really well-done movie, I thought. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah. And, I mean, and they get you caring about the family hook, line, and sink, yeah. Like You immediately are buying into these characters and caring about them. Yeah. Uh, relating to whoever in a certain way.
1: Yeah, and, uh, like... The, sorry, another thing I thought was really well done, just like filmmaking, was they used a lot of like old wrestling, like um, archival uh, footage from like wrestling promotions that were used around that time, which I guess was like 70s, 80s. And they 80s, seamlessly yeah. kind of wove that into the contemporary film that they were making. Like, a lot of times they would show, like, a TV of, like, an old, maybe, like, Ric Flair promo, and then it would, like, seamlessly weave that into, like, the current fight, and the graphics they... However they did that, the, the graphics that they use, it almost felt like you were now watching... That television promo in the seventies, like yeah. the graphics are they,
0: so good. That <laughs> was in this the, movie. Yeah, the the way they filmed the wrestling. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that too was just the that, the way they filmed the wrestling was great. Like they, there were a few shots that they of like the actual match that was going on in the you know WCCW that mm-hmm. was their promotion. Uh, and it was like filmed the exact same way that it was filmed on TV yeah. back then. It was really cool. I, yeah. Like, yeah, just the way they shot it was great.
1: And I feel like I, I don't. I can't think of, of an example, but I feel like a lot of movies when they try to do that, when they try to use old ar- archival footage and kind of like bring that into the current movie that they're filming, it usually doesn't work. But I was like, this was seamless. It was like really yeah. well done. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, and just God, the wigs—the '70s wigs—are so entertaining. Like, I don't know if um Jeremy Allen White was wearing a wig, but Zac Efron's wig was great. Yeah, amazing.
2: The the, the
1: costumes—it's like it, it is like it. Um, it will like make you want to restore an old Chevy truck when you watch this movie. It's like it's yeah. like it's like old 70s truck porn you're watching or just like Yeah, yeah you really want to a... dr-
0: yeah, drinking beer out of the back of a pickup. Yeah. Yeah, and and doing uh whatever else was going on in the 70s.
1: Yeah, and they really did a good like even the scenes of Texas like every scene is just background of these like giant trees which i feel like texas is known for yeah it's just, kind just of
0: like, a big land a lot of yeah. land very big yeah uh, texas uh, <laughs> texas forever
1: yeah Oh, my God, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I just appreciate it. I was like, this is a well-done movie. Like, it's not too short. It's not too long. All the performances are great. Visually, it's, like, really well done. Um,
2: it's good. I, I, and the
0: pacing was great. You literally leaned over to me, <laughs> and we were like, all right, I'm ready for things to start getting set. And it was like, as soon as it was, like, yeah. then it just immediately,
2: like, yeah, as yeah.
0: soon as you're ready for the movie to, like, get to the heart of it, it yeah. gets to it. Like,
1: because, yeah, the beginning is all about, like, establishing this, you know, this beautiful, this beautiful landscape this family uh, that's like complicated but you're like you know the brothers they all really love each other they're all hanging yeah. out to each other so it's really this kind of like family
0: things are just good and nice yeah and, and which is great it's good but yeah but
1: you're like okay i'm ready i'm ready for someone to die like let's yeah. let's go and then as soon as i said that like unfortunately there's yeah. like
0: david's going to japan like there we go all right
1: yeah and even if like um it is like really morbid, but the way they dealt with all the deaths was cool too. Because it was just like David is just gone; like he dies. You don't see him in Japan. He just yeah. like goes to Japan and then he's gone, which is like that's how the the family members would experience the death. Yeah, right? He goes yeah. to Japan and then same thing with um when. So sorry, there's some spoilers here. Yeah. So when Carrie, unfortunately. Um, you know, he has this great celebration, he gets the title, and then he can't calm down, and so he goes for a motorcycle ride and it's And he's
0: all fucked up. Yeah, and and you
1: know something is gonna happen sinister, like you know this motorcycle ride is not gonna end well, but the way they reveal what
0: happens is really well done. Really good. Yeah. I I like even for and I knew the story and I like even kinda like forgot, and when they reveal it, you're like, Wow, yeah, God, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah,
1: just the way they revealed it, I was like, Oh, so yeah, I was, like, mostly impressed on, like, how this film was structured. Yeah. It's, like, really well done. Yeah,
0: the way... Yeah, because there's multiple un- brother suicides that Ugh, happen, unfortunately. Horrible. So sad, yeah. Mark. Yeah, the kid Michael's suicide is, like... Uh, that's, like, one of the most chilling scenes I think I've ever seen in a movie.
1: Yeah, yeah both Michael and Carrie's suicide Carrie too, are, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, pretty dark, but... Yeah.
1: But I think the movie handled it really well. I don't yeah, know. It, it, it wasn't yeah. you know, exploitative. It was just really artistically kind of dealt with in a yeah, way. Like that was, was. like emotional and you feel the loss, but you don't see anything that's like, you know, it's not gory. It's not no,
0: like. No, it, yeah, it's not porny. It's, it's more, not pornographic. And, and it's
1: more like what you hear and you don't see. Like, I think they did a lot of implying Loss in this way that was really good. Yeah. As opposed to just, like, seeing someone, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do anything destructive. A lot of times it's implied and, like, it's really well done. Which is
0: kind of how life works, too. Right? Yeah. It's just, like, things, a bad thing happens and then it's just, oh, this happened.
1: Yeah. And you're, you're just and kind it's of... it's
0: just... And now you're living in it. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's a new reality. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, uh, um Yeah, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> like, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Me. I, like, loved it.
1: Yeah, it was interesting. I was watching... um this, like, Vanity Fair does this, like, uh, YouTube series where it's like the making of a scene, and they were talking about the, um, with the director and the uh, three actors, it was like, I feel bad I don't know the name of the guy who played David. He's, like, a British actor. So it was uh, the guy who played David, um, Zach Efron, and then um, Jeremy, Jeremy Ellen White, White, and the director, and they were talking about the sports montage that they did. Because there is okay. one really excellent, like, for a sports movie, you think there would be more montages, and there's only one, and it's really well done. Like, that one montage where, like, there, like once Carrie joins the, the oh, wrestling. Oh, and, and when
0: Rush is playing and they're doing yes, there and yes, yes. Yeah, and this is like really, it's the montage showing their like ascension. Yeah. To, yeah, it's it, great. And it's
1: great. It's like, yeah. it's all you want. It's a great, they only needed one and they did it really yeah, well. Yeah, that's
0: what, that's what the Von Eric grandsons said their favorite scene in the movie was. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Have, uh, the montage to Rush. And he was like, how could you not love that?
1: It was really well and done. It was great. Yeah. And
0: I agreed with him. I agreed with him. So
1: my, so I was watching this and like my one thought when I was watching the movie and Rush played, I was like, why is it always Rush? Like, I feel like Rush is so...
0: I, it was like, God, was Judd Apatow producer on this?
1: Yes, that's what I thought. I was like, Rush is always used in movies. Mm. Like, they're I get that they were very influential, but I'm like, there's a lot of music in the 70s, well, but it was their actual entrance. Yeah, that it was... It was their entrance song that and was, I didn't know. Yeah. So, okay. And
0: another thing I learned, too, it's like, so those guys the and the Freebirds, who they showed in the movie for like a second, that was like the big rivalry, the Von and the fabulous Freebirds. Are
1: those the guys they dove into the ring in at the end of that montage? I think the, so.
0: The, yeah okay it's just three guys yeah yeah yeah. so the six of them really started entrance music and wrestling in general
2: oh wow that's cool like
0: it was really it was like the Freebirds did it and then the von eric saw that they did it and we're like oh let's all let's do this so then and then their promotion like really popularized and like wrestlers coming out to music
1: which is pretty cool yeah i mean i also really like the aspect of independent wrestling i think that's so interesting like I don't know. I I guess because like doing comedy, everyone kind of produces their own shows and it's so hard. So it's like, it's so interesting. I I really like watching like other independently produced um, cultures, like this whole independent wrestling culture is so weird and interesting and I kind of like that it took place around this one that they built up for themselves in Texas like they built this whole like it's just crazy what they did they built themselves a like this whole show in Texas around them yeah. I don't think that's easy <laughs> No know? yeah like,
0: and I mean it, they could have explained a little more like cuz this was the time in wrestling where it was the quote unquote the territories this is before Vince monopolized everything uh, so there was all these okay. independent independent promotions And the NWA Championship, that was like, they were all loosely connected in this company, National Wrestling Alliance.
1: So that's the NWA, that's when they were referencing the NWA. NWA, yeah. So the National,
0: that was like, it was like the NWA and then like Vince, WWF, which they called like New York. Those were like the two big kind of, and the NWA was made up of a bunch of smaller promotions. And they would have, like, one champion who would be, like, Ric Flair, and he would go, like, to you ter- know, territory ter- to territory. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so they basically ruled Texas, the Bon Erics,
1: I mean, it's pretty cool. Which is really know. cool. Yeah, I no, and it. they
0: were, like, totally, like, legitimately can't be overstated, like, rock stars. like wow. Like, local rock star superstars. I mean, it makes um, sense, you yeah. know?
1: And I was like, wow, it must have been, like, I don't ever, I'm not, you know, thinking I would ever live in Texas, but it would, like, I... Seems like it would be cool. To, like go to the Von Erich show at the sports. It would have been cool to go to the
0: Sportatorium <laughs> in yeah, back in it. Dallas. It it's, cool. it's Harris Dickinson who played David. Shout yeah, out to Harris. He was great. Yeah, he, yeah, was, he, great. he was great. Um, yeah, this movie ruled. Uh, <laughs> I, I really liked it. Jeff yeah. was in that one.
1: Anyway, um, but wait. So Ric Flair is kind of like um, he's the only like contemporary wrestler, I guess that's referenced in or that I, I like.
0: E- well, yeah, no, a lot of the wrestlers reference... I mean, I think a lot of those guys are mostly dead at this point. Yeah. Uh, like Harley Race is dead, but he's a big-time okay. uh, uh, legendary. I think I, I could be completely wrong. Maybe Harley Race is still alive, actually. I guess
1: for my like limited knowledge of wrestling, Ric Flair is the only name that I really recognize besides like the Von Erics in the movie. So it's yeah. interesting to see. And I've watched a little bit of wrestling with you, so I've, I've familiarized myself with Ric Flair. Yeah. And it was interesting, the character that played Ric Flair, I just felt like... We both, we talked about it yeah. after the movie, where he was... I don't want
0: to bash him too bad. No, I don't think we're bashing him. No, yet, no I, I don't even say it for myself.
1: I think people said, like, it's, how do you play Ric Flair? Yeah, like, I just yeah. don't know that it's easy to play Ric Flair. No, he's just such a he, singular... Yeah, and he has this, like, extra thing about him where he's just, like, he takes over. And I just felt like, in the context of the movie, when, like, they, they talk about Ric Flair and you're, like, kind of waiting for Ric Flair to show up, and then when he does show up, it's, like... The guy was good, but I just wanted, like, a little bit more out of the Rick... I mean, the coat did it. Like, Ric Flair's awesome nature boy, fabulous coat.
2: Yeah. Bring,
1: like, that kind of brings out the, like, Ric Flair that I wanted to see. But I felt like the performance, like... I don't know, maybe Ric Flair was a little more subdued in the 70s, but there was just something about that performance I wanted him to like be just a little bit more extra. I don't yeah, know.
0: I know, it's tough. I mean, I guess he does kind of, this is like, this is Ric Flair, I guess, so I guess he did kind of look like him. He
1: looked like him, but I just like, for my own, I just was like,
0: I was He's a little
1: larger than life. I mean, Ric Flair is just, just like... He's
0: such a larger than life maniac. He's
1: a maniac, and I just feel like when he's on screen, you only, like, he just takes over, and he has this like... I guess it's, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think it's easy to play Ric Flair, so I don't think this guy gets a pass. And also, like, I don't know any of the Von Erics, so I didn't have that, like, previous knowledge coming in of, like, how they should be portrayed, you know what I mean? Yeah, and
0: I really didn't even know them that well. Like, so it was yeah. before my time, and, you know, they had all basically died by the time I was a kid.
1: Yeah. Um, so I I don't think it's easy to play somebody that's, like, so... It's like, how do you play Madonna? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, not easy, not yeah. easy, not easy.
0: And especially, too, yeah, you know, he's a supporting character in the movie. Yeah. Maybe if they did a Ric Flair movie, Movie, it would be a little different totally yeah uh, he, he just really, had to come
1: in and do a promotion and then a yeah, fight and so a it's one
0: like one scene yeah
1: that's what i'm saying i don't think it's the actor's fault i just no. think that was like a tough thing to that was like the only thing that wasn't completely seamless yeah
0: thing. yeah and i guess it is cuz we work for you do you just have such an expectation of crazy and loud and that's not the material that the character had to work with in this movie because they just did the one match and then they were like tired backstage afterwards. That
1: was a good scene. I thought him coming backstage after with like was, a, that the was, blood on his yeah, head was like yeah. the best Ric Flair. Totally, uh, yeah. Plus the jacket. Whoever made the jacket it was like
2: yeah beautiful and yeah. so good
1: um but yeah I, I, that's the only thing i, I think it was kind of hard to fold rick flair into this just because he's so known larger than life and like, yeah iconic you know yeah i don't know yeah. it was interesting
0: uh you want to know the only scene kevin varnett made kevin varnera cry okay was the the heaven scene oh, at the end okay he said that was the scene that got him
1: Well, I can understand when when Kay
0: said it was when Carrie picked up Baby Jack. (laughs) Oh I know know it's (laughs) okay
1: because this is the one scene that I thought was like okay. I
0: thought it added a lot of levity because it was so over the top and like (laughs)
1: it's it's a little so like again not to spoil the movie but but at one point um, when Carrie passes, there's this kind of imagining of what would be like how he would encounter his brothers in heaven. And it's a little, like, I mean, how do you make heaven
0: yeah, digestible? Like, I, yeah. I don't know, you I re- know, I read a quote from the director, too, and he said with this scene, too, he wanted to also kind of, it's kind of an allusion to the world of pro wrestling, too, where it's just uh, like, okay. just like, kind of... Fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah, right. yeah, okay. fantastical, and yeah. Like, I
1: kind of got that. That kind of works, Which makes it, yeah. I mean, the only thing that is so jarring, and this is just really dark, is that... The first brother dies when he's a child. So he's the oldest yeah, brother. Jack Jr. He's the oldest brother, and you're meeting him in heaven, and he's still a child. He's and five you're, years old. And he's just so <laughs> tiny. <laughs> and you're just like, he really didn't get to be in heaven? Like, he doesn't get to be, like, a big... He doesn't get to, like, make himself be, like, a big... I mean, I, I don't know. I guess uh, Yeah, it,
0: no, it's like you would have liked to see Jack Jr. strapping and, you yeah, know. Yeah, but the, I guess the, that's
1: just the tragedy of it. Is you're just, tragedy, You're yeah. just kind of reminded that... There are tiny coffins out there. You know what I mean. Yeah. That's all. The scene is just a little. Yeah. I think there's just that's just so dark. It's just like how do you?
0: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be anyway. honest. That scene, like when it was first happening, I started to roll my eyes at it, and then the the Von Erich brothers embrace, and Jeremy Allen White goes. Champions of the Afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing. I've, yeah! It's the best thing I've ever seen in any movie. And I like immediately went from like, no, this is amazing. Yeah, L- this I love it. Love it so much.
1: And I think that makes sense with the director of like, this is just a complete. It, it was almost like yeah, if professional wrestling dealt with heaven. It's just like the three guys being like champions in the afterlife. We're the champions
0: you know? of the afterlife. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. Yeah. yeah, Jeremy Allen White was awesome in that.
1: He was. He really was because I felt we don't watch the bear. Yeah, miss, we, miss the bear. we missed the bear. This might inspire us to check out the bear and 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 go over to the jeremy Allen white Colts.
0: um <laughs> i'm already but, there
1: yeah justin's in so i guess <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna join or lose my partner and, so.
0: and i don't want to talk about too yeah yeah it's, you have to join <laughs> or i will split up with you or you must like jeremy Allen white with me um i'll drink
1: the jeremy Allen white kool-aid it's fine
0: we all are <laughs> uh i also thought that another just and maybe this is more of a comment too on how well it was shot i because i thought it was really going to take me out of it of how not large Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White are they're not tall men they're you know they're actors. Yeah. They're not the Von Ericks. No. The Von Erichs were very large men,
1: over six feet, all of them, right?
0: Yeah, like the smallest guy was like 6'2", 220. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's like yeah, they're huge. huge, just huge, larger than yeah, just huge, huge, huge. Yeah. And it didn't take me out of it at all. I actually thought they like filmed it in a way where yeah. it's like they actually did seem like big, pro giant pro wrestlers. Yeah. Like it was, I thought that was really well done too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was. Um. It was really. Yeah. It was interesting. There was a lot of like celebration of like the body like a lot of times there's a lot of close-ups of like just arms and shoulders and like i, I mean i know. do feel
0: they do lean into the homoeroticism of professional wrestling you i actually
1: don't think it was homoerotic at all i thought okay. they were doing it in this way of like almost like just the sculptural aspects of the maybe, back and like it, yeah, yeah i actually thought that like
0: just a lot of zach efron and Tidy Whiteys.
1: Yeah, or, like, but there was a lot of, like, close-ups, like, when he's getting out of bed of just, like, how his back moves. Yeah. And like, the muscles yeah. in his back move. Like, there was a lot. I mean, I guess, yeah, the tidy whities are homoerotic. But I'm sorry, wrestling can be the, – the, the the spectrum of homoeroticism in wrestling is gigantic. I mean, the sport well, that's, is, Well, like, yeah,
0: that's what I was saying, kind okay. of. You know, it really, you know, so, doesn't, doesn't hide from it.
1: No, I guess it's just always there. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was interesting the way they kind of, like – there was a lot of, like, focus to me. To me, I felt like a lot of just on, like – the male body when it's this sculpted and just like interesting angles, like interesting cropping of just like the shoulder and the one side of his back and just how like that. It looks almost like a landscape because it's so ripped. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of. <laughs> it does. Yeah.
0: It literally does look like it's just rolling hills, but yeah. it's just Zach Efron's pumped up steroid body. Yeah.
1: That's what, yeah. It's just like a lot. There was a lot of shots like that where I was just like, Oh, it's kind of interesting the way they're filming the body. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. It's a really sad story, but I think it's handled really well. And there's also like it it makes you like, ex- like it's like makes you feel like yeah, go for your dreams, but also take a day of rest if you need. <laughs> so it's okay to take a day off. You if know? you're like...
0: spitting up blood in the toilet, <laughs> like it's okay to just take a rest. Maybe
1: you don't need to go to Japan. Maybe just. But you I know... mean,
0: I guess if you're Fritz von Eric's son and you're fighting for the NWA World, you have to. You know? have to. You, you have to. Yeah. So what are you going to do there?
1: Yeah. But it was really good. I was I was like pleasantly surprised with how much I liked it.
0: I yeah, I loved it. For for a movie as sad as the material is like I'd watch it again I'm probably yeah. gonna buy it I, I like I'm gonna buy it on uh on blu-ray for sure <laughs>
1: Justin loves physical media I do so. <laughs> love
0: physical media uh and yeah this is the best wrestling movie since the wrestler uh, this is uh it's it was really really
1: oh, I was gonna ask you yeah like how do you feel about the way um because I don't again I'm not like a wrestling expert but like the way that they filmed the actors wrestling like how did you think that it
0: was so good okay yeah. Yeah, be- better than the wrestler like wow. the actual wrestling scenes I thought were better than the wrestler
2: interesting just because okay.
0: just the some of the angles there you know the the wrestler shows more of a like the, i i do love like the gritty independent new jersey yeah. pro wrestling that they show in like the wrestler it's so good yeah uh but i just loved how they were in the in uh, iron claw how they were like literally using like the same camera angle that they used like in texas in 1983 when they were filming like it was yeah. there were like there were scenes where i was like wow they're just literally they're shooting from hard cam. this oh, is insane that's interesting it's so too cool.
1: because I in that like little Vanity Fair thing I watched, the director was a huge wrestling fan okay. and he watched these guys growing up so wow, he had okay. like yeah so I think maybe he had like a relationship to that okay. media or that like yeah. visual experience I think yeah. maybe it, like you you totally picked up on it
0: yeah know, no there it. was a few where it's like wow they're just shooting this like it's a 1980s wrestling like literally the same way you'd be getting it broadcasted to your you know yeah. bunny ears TV in, in Dallas they're shooting it the same exact way at certain points yeah oh I mean, yeah I was fascinated I thought Zach Airphone did a great job in the ring yeah. uh, I thought they, yeah I, I loved it I really loved it I,
1: so thought, Jared, I thought all the guys Guys did really Yeah, well all real wrestling. all of them. I shouldn't just say Zach um, exactly,
0: Cameron. They're all great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was I was like very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um,
0: Kevin Von Erich could not stop praising their professionalism.
1: Oh, yeah. Thought they
0: were all professionals and great hard-working guys and thought they all did a great job.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not easy to not eat carbs and work out like that and learn wrestling moves. Yeah. Like it's that's probably and, physically Uh, really challenging
0: you made a great point too i almost feel like they should have not i mean i guess it's a movie you have to but i almost should have like not gone the full steroid route because it's because it is like those guys were boozing and having carbs and like when you do look at pictures of them they're not the same john cena chiseled inflatable chiseled that that zach efron got
1: yeah like the 70s 80s wrestlers have a different (laughs) muscle presence than the current like ripped you know Carved out of Michelangelo's marble yeah. bodies yeah. You know It's like this Very interesting Like Their arms are gigantic Their chest is tight And big But then their stomach They've always got a little on, They've got a little handles You know They've always yeah. got a little But it's still stomach There's definition there It's but like
0: it, It's just kind of flat
1: It's kind of flat It might be like a four pack yeah. You know When they when they contract their stomachs It's
0: not like, six water balloons no, <laughs> like, hanging, yeah. like hanging out yeah. yeah
1: It's just very different And no I mean also I think Zach Efron It all worked out out, but like to me, that's maybe that's like one nitpicky criticism is like interesting. There's a bit of a difference between the way that Zek Efron, you know, his muscle is on his body versus like the 70s, yeah, muscle. I don't know,
0: yeah, this movie was so good,
1: yeah, the way they like,
0: yeah, and really the way they touched on things without touching on things. because like Kevin yeah. Von Eric was kind of the weakest of the wrestlers, like.
1: That's so interesting. Yeah, like
0: anyway, just as far as not saying weakest as in strength, but like weakest performer, weakest. Okay. Like he wasn't the most natural wrestler. He wasn't okay. the most charismatic at, a, at. Compared to David and Kerry, who were like really the stars of yeah. the family. But but okay. Kevin was the oldest, and I was like, I'm like, oh, I wish they had kind of. But I was like, oh, well, they do because like they they do because he gets passed up by his brothers. Yeah. He, like. They show him not being able to do his promo backstage. He keeps, like, messing up. They show how, like, David was the better talker like, on the microphone.
1: Yeah, I think they did a really good job with that because in the beginning you see Kevin and you kind of become attached to Kevin. Yeah. Like, he's the main character and you become attached to him. So then when he gets passed over, you almost feel it. You're like, why are you passing over Kevin? Like, he's he's always here. He's always working. Like, he's kind of been here the whole time. Whereas Carrie just came from freaking track practice. Yeah. And David is like, I don't know, seems pretty chill about the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was a, I think the storytelling was really well done. Really well done. Really well really, done.
0: Really, really well done. So, I, I loved it so much. Because,
1: yeah, to me, I felt I felt for Kevin. I was like, why do they keep passing him over? And then, oh, yeah, you're right. They they do address he can't really he's not that good on the mic, yeah. and um he's just and, not. Yeah.
0: And, and they do in a way where they're not spelling it out to you. It's just yeah. like and it it's just kind of like a few scenes that happen. You go, oh, I wish they and then you think about it. it's like, oh yeah, no, they did. right They, they did show he was yeah. not good on the mic, and that his other brothers were kind of the more natural. Like yeah, Gary was the athlete. David was the more charismatic one. Like and he was the bigger and more charismatic one. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it was really good. I, I loved
1: it. And I think the the whoever played the mom, I think her name is maura tierney and she plays the long-suffering wife in many many things so i was she's great at it i was great at playing the long-suffering wife very good at it and i was like there she is she, she's in the show called the affair um that she gets cheated on and plays like the long-suffering uh wife who gets cheated on and then an er i think i remember her just always being kind of like stressed out while helping people okay she um, Dottie. Ma- Yeah, she plays dotty
0: maura tierney
1: more of a tyranny, yeah. Very good at the long-suffering uh, female character. Yeah, and then the um, dad,
0: Fritz, was played by Holt uh um, He was McCallany. really He good. was awesome. I yeah. thought he should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. I thought he was great.
1: Really believable. Like, yeah. I, yeah, just really, really good. Really, yeah. yeah
0: really rooted against him at certain points in the movie. Yeah uh he was very good apparently he's another method guy too that he stayed no way he stayed as fritz the whole time i would
1: not want to be around that guy
0: yeah and apparently the the von eric grandsons i guess met him in character and they were like this is insane wow they're like he's he's our grand and
1: he physically looks a lot like the original
0: dad too yeah he does look he looks exactly like the guy yeah that's apparently, crazy. apparently, he would like smoke cigarettes because I guess Fritz was like a smoker. Oh geez! So he would even even method to the point where he was making himself smell like the character. Oh
1: my god! Wow, that's intense. I yeah. mean, you gotta respect commitment, I guess. You know. Yeah, so that's
0: that's <laughs> Holt McCallany.
1: Interesting, yeah. It was I was again pleasantly surprised. Was not expecting to really enjoy this movie uh, as much as I did. But i did it was, it was really well done
0: yeah i mean I, I give it all the thumbs up i, I loved it <laughs> yeah. uh and i'm gonna buy it i can't wait to buy it who
1: was your favorite performance in the movie overall what would you say it's a hard question i'm throwing at you but
0: uh i mean it's it's zach efron yeah it's tough to not say. I, I thought he really i feel like that's not an easy role and yeah. he did a great job in it and i'm like i'm like i'm like, i made the joke at the beginning he's my Garwick, but he really is yeah. like i'm really pissed off that he's not nominated for best leading actor i'm
1: kind of surprised this movie didn't get any kind of like Oscar it got attention. No nominations. Like, it, makes it makes no, no sense. sense. I'm like, what do you want from the movie? Well, yeah. I mean, they did, they also snubbed Greta Gerwig, so I don't know what, who knows. But they at
0: least gave Barbie eight nominations. Barbie right. got eight nominations. Oppenheimer got 13 nominations. I'm like, really, were those movies that much better than Iron Claw? Probably
1: not. Probably not. But it's I mean, they didn't disgusting. give Greta Gerwig a nomination for director, which, which is, is crazy. hilarious. <laughs> I mean, good <laughs> God, what are they doing? I don't know. What?
0: I'm still, I'm still of the opinion that Greta may have psychotically requested that because she knows now she's going to ride an even another wave
1: controversy another
0: yeah like just lean into it Mm,
1: yeah maybe it's like but it could
0: be but she's also a a maniac and
1: she'll be fine she'll be totally fine she'll be fine fine. uh yeah anyway um but yeah i really enjoyed it at one point who was your favorite uh, performance oh um yeah i guess i go back and forth between zach efron and the dad I think they both yeah, I were, thought like, they were the two best. I mean, I yeah. guess Zac Efron, because he really carries the whole movie. Like his character is like, you know, the one who kind of carries the whole story. But the dad was like, I mean, I, yeah, I feel like I'm like the, the grandsons where I'm like, I thought he was the dad of the, he yeah. just was such a full person. It was crazy. Yeah, but, yeah it
0: was really, he was really good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Really well
0: done. Apparently, um, yeah, apparently in real life, he was a very affable laughing guy.
1: Well, not during the... Yeah. Not during the movie. No. He's cigarette-smoking, narcissistic uh, <laughs> task manager, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Who doesn't care that his son is having suicidal thoughts. He's like, I gotta... What? My son is having suicidal thoughts? Well, he called you. I gotta go pick up sticks on my property. <laughs> Sorry. There's <laughs> sticks on my property that I have to go pick up. I cannot deal with the fact that another one of my son is in suicidal I don't uh, trajectory. I'm about to lose
0: a third son. Yeah. Uh, I gotta yeah. go pick
1: up sticks on my property. That's what he does. It's crazy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well... Yeah it was enjoyable at one point we thought there was going to be a shooting in the theater yeah. because this guy got up and uh now,
0: anytime anyone leaves the theater i'm immediately thinking
1: and, and the, i'm and about the, to die yeah and the exits were back by the screen and we were sitting in the way back and there was no seat there was no exits in the no emergency exits in the back so this guy gets up and he's walking to exit the theater and we're like, he just,
0: like, leaves. Like, abruptly. Just, like, just gets up out of nowhere. It, in, during, like, a weird part of the movie. Yeah. Where it wasn't even, it was just, like, it didn't
1: I think seem, it was, like,
0: during the rush montage. Yeah. Like, it didn't even
1: seem like an angry walkout. It just seemed like he had something to do and he, like, scurries out. So, it's, like, okay. <laughs> but then I thought he came back into the theater and went back towards the exit door. And then I saw a light. Like, I was like, oh, my God, he's getting up the courage to shoot us. But I think it was actually an employee who was checking to make sure that door was shut after he went out that door. That's what I think happened. Yeah, like, no, it was oh, definitely like,
0: an employee. Because I yeah. I got a, I had a little bit of a better angle on it. Uh yeah. You know, because I thought any time a guy, someone leaves just the exit, the emergency exit in the movie theater. Yes, I'm like, sorry. oh, he's got a duffel bag full of machine guns and ammo out there he's, that yeah. he's going to grab and come back in with. Right. Uh, but then, yeah, then I noticed there was another guy. That was a guy who worked there. And it was definitely something, cause something was off. Because then right. he came back and was like, "What? what's going on? Like,
1: I think he was checking it out to make sure that door was <coughs> shut so people can, like, you know, because it's Times Square. Who knows where the fuck that door opens that's up true. to. Like, yeah, I don't know.
0: That's true. Yeah. it opens
1: up to the street, we don't know. Yeah. Um, but Justin and I were both, after the movie, we discussed it and we both... Had the same kind of panic escape plan where we were we were, we were next to like a wall yeah. and we were going to go over the wall down we were to dive the exit down
0: sprained ankle be damned <laughs> I was like we're getting shot on these stairs I yeah. was like we're going to do our best to get over that and we're just going to get mowed
1: down I, I pictured us as we went over the wall getting shot kind of like a mm. you know like a movie where someone's trying to go over the wall and anyway it was one of, a us, great... one of us gets hit in the leg it was yeah. a great experience it was a great <laughs> theatrical experience we really enjoyed not it. not
0: a dry eye in the house. No. A lot of sniffling. Was there? You didn't hear it? No. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, I, I no. think there was like a girl sitting a few... I, I,
1: oh, it's next to me. I don't know
0: if it was her or maybe someone in front, but it was oh. a lot of like...
1: Oh, see, I'm like, we're, I almost grew up in a Von Erichs type of family where you're not really allowed, <laughs> I'm kidding, but you're not really allowed to have emotion, so I just like completely, I probably, I don't think I've ever cried in a cinema, and I'm just like, immediately making, like, I, we were just immediately cheering at the end of the movie, so probably insensitive, probably not welcome. No, but, um.
0: No, I, I loved it, I almost cried, I almost cried like twice, oh, uh, wow. but, but I but held it together.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Anyway, um, Champions
0: of the Afterlife. I was like, thank God. Some <laughs> levity, because otherwise the tears would have been coming out. Yeah. So, thank you to Jeremy Allen White for his delivery of Champions of the Afterlife.
1: You did it, Jeremy. Thank you, you, Jeremy. Thank um, you Jeremy.
0: Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. That would be the wrestling champ.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, it was really fun. I'm glad we went.
0: Me too. Really I, yeah, me too. It. I, I, you know, I originally last night I said to you, I had Napoleon as far as movies we've seen together, but yes. I've gone back. I, it's Ironclaw for me.
1: I thought so because yeah, that's, it's, that's right in your alley. But
0: both are, I mean, love, love, had a great time at both. Yeah. And the reason I was giving it to you, cause I was like, you know, I was like, this movie is just giving me candy basically. Mm. So <laughs> I was like, of course I love this movie. Right. Whereas like Napoleon, I was like, I, I didn't same thing is kind of I went into it the same way yeah. you went into this where I was like I'm open to it but whatever and then right. like I wound up like loving it so yeah. I was like you know what that was great but I'm like you know I know this is Darren calls the best I, yeah. I, I love it
1: it was very similar it was like I was much more interested in Napoleon I like European history, yeah. I love. Um,
0: like know, I didn't even know who Josephine was. Right. You know what I mean? I have oh, a yeah. Josephine
1: postcard that I bought. <laughs> that I bought at the Louvre, and they referenced the painting, the Jacques Louis David painting, and I just was thrilled. So you know, this is this is our relationship. It's, yeah, it's good. Yeah, uh, it we works. support each other's interests. This is
0: why it works. <laughs> um.
1: Anyway, uh, speaking That's of a,
0: best in show, I'm doing the joke. Oh, from, I'm, I'm doing the joke from Best in Show where. Uh, real quick we all love it Uh, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara they're in the backyard they're getting like a party they're throwing oh yeah and they get into like a fight because she wants to go see a guy that she used to to stick up with and he gets mad, and they have a fight, and then like she just like kisses him, and their friends just like, oh, oh, that's no. yes. and that's why it works. Yeah, and that's <laughs> why it works. It's So good, amazing.
1: I feel I feel like an adequate uh, comedian and movie fan that I didn't pick up on that, but
0: no, it's okay.
1: I love that you brought that in there. Excellent. Thank you. Um. All right. Yeah. Any other final thoughts on the Iron Claw? Um, My
0: favorite movie, of <laughs> uh, probably of the last five years.
1: Wow. Yeah, Bold. At least.
0: Interesting. Of at least the last five years. It's right up there with Last Black Man in San Francisco. uh, And yeah, probably that. Probably those two. Okay. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah, it's a good movie. That's Really enjoyed it. High praises. Really enjoyed it. High praises. All right, speaking of high praises. Yes. We have to get... Vanderpump Rules. If you're not a fan, our two listeners, we apologize, but this might be interesting because we're going to talk about a fuckboy love quadrangle. That's right, not a triangle. This is a quadriangle. Yeah. quadrangle. 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 This is a
0: quadrant. It's
1: four people involved in a fuckboy love situation, yeah, and it's, it's, it's bonkers. Because
0: you know, as as we're recording this, the new season of Vanderpump Rules is tonight. Oh my god! The it's new tonight. season starts tonight. So in honor of that, yes, we decided to go back watch a little bit of season eight
1: yeah because okay so this was the season where they brought on some new new younger cast members and at the time when it came out vanderpump rules fans were like
0: universally panned
1: this is the worst season these characters suck but then, as like and
0: shamefully, I was a part of that. I was I, like, I, I was too. like, yeah, I was like, eh, I was like, who cares about these three? I don't right. care. Yeah.
1: But now that like Vanderpump Rules has become this like you know as it should phenomenon, yeah. they, they now they're replaying all the seasons on Bravo like twenty four seven. So as we've been catching reruns, Justin, my genius boyfriend partner over here, you. was like, you know what? The season with Brett, Max, and Dana, which is the people who the new cast members of this season. He's like, there. that's actually, like, really good. And, and, I, and yeah. the more I thought about it and the more I watched it, I was like, you are absolutely right. It is so good.
0: It's, like, the best. It is a yeah. whole
1: new vibe of trash. Yeah. It a, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it gives you a window into a contemporary Los Angeles fuckboy, whereas Jax, Tom, and Schwartz were kind of, like, the old school, you know, coked out. These kids do Adderall. <laughs> Jackson, God, uh,
0: it is the Adderall fuck boys. It's the Adderall yeah. fuck
1: boys versus the old school. Just you know sugar power. booger up the nose <laughs> yeah. um it's just like a whole different way of it and like these guys they're way more passive aggressive than jacks their gaslighting is more <laughs> passive aggressive you know what i mean and they also they wear perms better they're because like schwartz and and tom schwartz tom tom sandoval and tom schwartz both tried to do the perm but no one does the perm like brett no yes. one
0: no one rocks a perm like brett and
1: also brett claims that his perm was what happens when his hair dries naturally <laughs> and everybody is like that is so not True. And at the time he is has a spray tan
0: and (laughs) he's he's spray tanned and his hair looks like it's glued to his forehead. He's got like a curly mop hanging down like onto most of his forehead. He's like, Yeah, this is just like this is just, like, what my hair does when I wake up.
1: Yeah, and he and he looks like he's going to Comic-Con dressed as, like, one of the Alvin and the Chick-Monks. It's so confusing. Yeah. He looks like an animated character. And he's no, like, this is right. just me like, naturally.
0: He he looks like he's an avatar. Yeah. He and looks he's like, like he's in the movie Avatar. He's
1: like, no, this is just me naturally. I didn't spend $700 to get a permanent spray tan and, like, a <laughs> fancy, oh, shit, my salon receipt just fell out of my pocket. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> so we thought we would kind of break this uh, uh, fuckboy love quadrangle down. Yeah, because
0: at first I completely forgot about the fourth and
1: it's And the fourth is Sheena.
0: The fourth is Sheena Shea. So, because what, so, I completely forgot about that. I was like watching it one day and I saw there was like the one scene, I forget who Dana's talking to, uh, and I haven't re- seen this episode since, but she's talking to I think, one of the girls and she goes, when I hug Max, I feel like I'm hugging a boy. And when I'm hugging Brett, I feel like I'm hugging a man. <laughs> Like, i was like this is great it's and insane. i but I, i'm thinking at this point i'm thinking love triangle i'm like i'm like right. so i'm like oh we got to watch the fuck boy love triangle right. and talk about it and then as soon as you pop in season eight, eight episode one it's all about sheena Shana is training brett yes as brett is starting at sir yes sheena is uh training him and decides to let him know she's like yeah, yeah. She's like I am divorced, not a big deal. Doesn't define me, and <laughs> Un- unprovoked, I was completely unprovoked. She's like you know, so I am divorced. You know, not a big deal. Doesn't define me. And then Brett goes, "Oh wow." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the, amazing. It's she
1: also, so she's training him at Sir. So Brett is working at Sur with Sheena. And she's <laughs> training him on his first day. And, and she's like, you know, like, you're really hot. So, like, a lot of girls are going to probably, like, hit on you. Um, yeah, but also, you should know uh, Lisa's tea order. Like, she's totally hitting on him as she's training him. Like, yeah. Like, saying a lot of gr- girls are going to hit on you because you're hot. It's like, well, you're hitting on him nasty. And it
0: sounded like they had hooked up already at this point.
1: They had. Because <laughs> that's what this... That's That's what, like, the Vanderpump Rules editors are so good at doing. It's just, like, they slowly reveal as they lay out these new characters (laughs) that Sheena has hooked up with all of them.
0: Sheena's already hooked up with both Brett and Max. I forgot. (laughs) Yeah. So, wait, let's just
1: break down. Yeah, let me jump the gun there, probably. So, the players in this uh, uh, fuckboy love quadrangle are Dana Kathan, who is a comedian, stand-up comedian, and a new waitress at TomTom, who gets transferred over to Sir. Yes. And also, we met her in the season before... Season seven, she was in the infamous She episode, had just moved to LA. Just moved to LA and she parties with the guys, Jax, Peter, Schwartz, um, at Skybar in Los Angeles.
0: This and you know what episode this was?
2: Yeah. Yes. The
0: boys' night episode yes. where Jax and Bo are on the balcony and they're yes. like, We got we gotta call the girls. We gotta call the girls. And they're like, yes. Yeah, there's there's girls here, so yes, we're letting you know. Yeah. We're letting you know. Yeah. These uh-huh. are Peter's friends.
1: Yeah, Jax is having, like, a, a panic attack because he already hooked up with... Um, he already cheated on Brittany probably so many times that if he's hanging out with boys and there's a female there, he has to call his girlfriend and be like, I'm not fucking her. There's girls here, but I'm not having sex with her. And the proof is that we're on the phone right now. So, like, it's just a completely stressed-out situation. But that's where Dana debuts. And Which is, like, one
0: of our favorite episodes. Yeah. I mean, I just, like, specifically called that episode out. Like, that was always one of my favorite episodes. So yes. to see where that is the the start of the fuck-boy love quad. And in the Vanderbump there. Rules one. It's really great.
1: Starts there. And then we have Max Bowens. He is the TomTom manager. And then Brett... The GM. The GM. And then um, <laughs> Brett Caprioni. He is a Sir server. Sir is the restaurant, sir, server, waiter, and a YouTube fitness lifestyle influencer. Yes. And then, of course, we have Sheena Shea. Because he
0: can take care of a body, so I'd ask him to help me take care of mine. Oh, my God. Lisa. That was Lisa. Lisa makes him do, like, a personal training session. I mean,
1: she, got... <laughs> she she decided that Tom Schwartz is too, like, old and ugly to hit on her, so she casts this guy, Brett, to now, now Brett has to pretend to want to fuck Lisa. God, um, yeah,
0: I didn't even think about Schwartz getting thrown aside.
1: Yeah. Now we should say two out of four people involved in this uh, love quadrangle were fired for inappropriate tweets. we just want to acknowledge that we get that these guys are problematic and they shouldn't be on a show anymore. So we're not saying that. We're just celebrating the season that we did get. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah it's like, just it's just the television. Like these guys are awful. They don't need to be on TV anymore. We're not supporting them at all. But so just want to acknowledge that. Um, okay. So what happens is Dana. She's working at TomTom with Max, um, her manager, and she's going to get transferred over to Sir. And this is where we first kind of get the... The, the picture that these guys are just total fuckboys. So <laughs> so the night that, like, the day before she's getting transferred, she had hooked up with Max that night, who is her boss. Yeah, And they're at Sir, and Max is wearing, like, the craziest um, Florida orange pattern button-down shirt. Like, he thinks he can pull that <laughs> off and can't. And uh, Dana brings up the fact that they hooked up the night before. At work, and Max is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Maybe don't bring up the fact that we hooked up at work." And then he's like, "By the way, when you move over to Sir, I fucked like everybody there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, so please don't bring up the fact that we hooked up because, like, I don't want it to get out that I like hook up basically with every waitress that works for Lisa Vanderpump." And it's like, okay, so there, there's the fuck boy right there where he's like, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, don't, hey, hey, bring up the fact that we hooked up at work, add a line. By the way don't bring up the fact that we hooked up at work because I hook up with
2: everybody who works for me. So,
1: like, again, just right away, you're like, this guy is a
0: nightmare. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, his haircut doesn't do him any favors. No. He's got, like, I'm sorry, but it's like the Hitler youth style haircut.
1: Yeah, you we're not surprised he got fired. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean- So, but then you realize, so Sheena is really the driving force behind this because, so yeah, she hooked up. So when Brett and Sheena hooked up, this gets revealed, and it's amazing because when this gets revealed, Brett is like, Yeah, so we partied one night, and then like I went back to her place and we kissed, and that didn't really go the way I thought it would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the yeah. producer is like, Are you saying she's a bad kisser? And he's like, That's exactly what I'm saying. That's
0: exactly what I'm saying.
1: So he's just outing, uh, he's just like, Oh, I'm sure it's all Sheena's fault. Like, you're not a bad kisser. Like, yeah, oh, I was
0: gonna say, I'm sure Sheena's a fine kisser. Uh, you know,
1: yeah, please. Um, and then so then when, um, So, sorry, we learn Brett and Sheena hook up, and then we learn that Max and Sheena hook up, and Sheena is like, yeah, and then he just, like, literally ghosted me, which is crazy, because I got him an Apple Watch. (laughs) She's like, I got him an Apple Watch to show him how much I loved him, and he, like, couldn't even text me back on
0: it. He couldn't even text me back on it. Like, I'm like, who gets their, like, boyfriend an Apple Watch? (laughs) Yeah. Who does that?
1: It's like the girl who got her last, uh her last uh boyfriend slash best friend uh, a, a penguin. penguin. And he was like <laughs> he was like, we're not even exclusive and she's just crying. Um so
0: It was a tough time after after Shay.
1: She she had a long way to go before she found her forever person <laughs> before in Brock. she
0: found Brock. Yeah. So Which thank God for Brock.
1: Yeah. So so Dana comes over to Sir and Brett and Dana Start hooking up, so now that makes Max jealous. Now Max
0: is pissed. Max is pissed. He's like annoyed. He's annoyed, even though he's done with her.
1: He's done with Dana, (laughs)
0: but they have like a
1: one-to-one later where he's she's like, "Why are you mad? You like stop talking to me?" And he's like, "He's like because I was scared.
0: (laughs) It's because I was scared. That's why I stopped talking to you. It's because I was scared." It's kind of like how you, you know, like how we're like, how I'm feeling. And you know, like you, you like, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know. And then like it, and I just remember that interaction ending with him being like, yeah, just don't forget I'm the one who hired you.
1: Oh my God. Like, yeah. I think
0: that was the interaction where like, yeah. he's like, he's like, and don't forget, like I'm the one that hired you. So. So maybe just
1: like keep your, keep your hands to yourself when you're around, when you're a brown friend. And she's, <laughs> yeah,
0: like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, okay, I don't love
1: that, but okay, whatever. Like she's just completely confused.
0: Oh my God.
1: Um. We also get, so this, uh, so Peter, who is the manager of Sir, um, not, not Tom Tom, manager of Sir Peter, once Dana starts working there, we get a call back to the Infinite oh, night yeah. at the Sky Bar, and Peter sits Dana down at a party, and he appears to have, be like, freshly showered and f- freshly, <laughs> his hair is freshly blown out, because usually Peter, sometimes he has like a crazy ponytail bump in his- Like his
0: just-got-off-shift Uh, ponytail bun.
1: Yeah, like he he like clearly he was like, yeah, I don't need to wash my hair today and he just takes it out of the ponytail and it has like this crazy (laughs) ponytail bump where I'm like, yeah, I'm like I feel like girls know about ponytail bumps but I feel like guys who have long hair, they just, they haven't had long hair enough to know that if you keep your hair in a ponytail overnight you're gonna have a, it's gonna be a huge bump where the where the uh, hair tie held your hair together. He constantly has it. But so his hair is freshly washed, freshly blown out. He pulls Dana aside and he's like So, Dana, um, now that we are working together, I just want to let you know that there's no weirdness between us. And she's like, why would there be weirdness? And he's like, well, we did... Spend some time together at the Sky Bar last year. And she was like, What? What are you talking about? And he's like, We were in the bathroom together. And she was like, Yeah, I peed. And he was like, We made out.
2: <laughs>
0: She's
1: completely denying it.
0: Completely denying. Uh, uh The rumors were she gave Peter a blowjob. I don't know if that happened.
1: I think Peter gets more pussy than Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: <laughs> Peter so, is the pussy posse. And
1: we saw it like. We, we saw it live in action. We saw it live. We went to LA. We went to Sir. It was was amazing. It was a little... I did feel like uh, like I was crossing a line by like watching Peter work, it just felt a little weird. But well, we were
0: so drunk, drunk and high, and yeah. Peter just walked by us, and it yeah. was like, oh my god, that's Peter.
1: Yeah, and, and he was he was like having a conversation with like uh, there's a
0: bachelorette party there. There
1: was a bachelorette party, and that's where you're like, he's fucking one of these women tonight. I mean, he was just like entertaining them. He and they were like hey! <laughs> yeah, like he he definitely could have fucked. Like he could have had a bachelorette orgy that night. It was just so <laughs> obvious. So I think yeah, I think Peter gets more pussy than Leonardo DiCaprio Um,
0: there you go
1: yeah so Anyway, sorry. Um, I love
0: any time they have the Peter sits down with a woman scene right. on Banner Pump Rules. Always great. Of there course, was... from the previous season, his uh, when he was dating Raquel. Right. And then they had to sit and they sat down and he was just like burping the whole time. It, it was, felt like yeah. what was going on. I think he had gas. It was <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't a good weird. day for Peter. No. And then she cried about her pageants.
1: Oh my god. Um but then okay, another epic part of this quadrangle, <laughs> this is what is amazing. So Brett and Sheena shoot a music video together. And the music video is This just... is some
0: of the best television ever.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, so the music video... It is video... some
0: hard dry humping.
1: It is just simulated penetration.
0: <laughs>
1: um, they shoot it in Palm Springs because Sheena is also taking Brett and Max to Palm Springs because they're my best friends. We're like best friends. She says that. She says he that you, you, Any guy, guy she hooks far. up with is like, well, he's like my best friend. I mean, I mean, well, not like my best friend. Best friend. We talk all the time. We're going to Palm Springs together. I mean, like that's what she does. So she films this video with Brett in Palm Springs, and it's just like – um, Wait, how does the... Oh, so the song is like this. It's just like, do it right there, do it right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's how the song is like, do it right there, do it right there. And it's called like, One More Time. I think that's what it's about. And yeah.
0: Whatever. But um. So. And it's just Sheena like riding, like like hard riding.
1: They're they're both riding each other. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. So much like
0: hard thrust. And,
1: and even Brett, I even Brett even says like he's like I had no problem with simulating laying the pipe, and like he is laying the pipe. <laughs> he is not wrong. You're like oh my god, it, it is. Crazy, but so then Brett kind of decides that like his whole thing with this quadrangle is that Sheena is is uh like almost stage a, five clear a sexual
0: predator. Let's be real, <laughs> yeah, sexual he, he she's a sexual predator. Like him and Max,
1: he like corners Max at some point and he's like, and he's like, Max, was Sheena like all over you too when you first started working at the restaurant? And then Max is like, well, let's be real, we all know Sheena's guy crazy, and Brett's like, okay, and then like, Sheena cries. And then Sheena cries because they're calling her boy crazy. And, and then she's like... She's she, like, I'm oh. not boy crazy. And then... So this is another fuckboy moment where she's like, I don't like when you call me crazy. And then Max is like, you're not crazy. I love you. It's like, what? <laughs> Why are you... you don't love her? Like, what are you talking about? You ghosted her. And even though she gave you an Apple Watch, dude,
2: <laughs> no,
0: she, you don't love her. she gave you an Apple Watch. So
1: now Max thinks... I mean, sorry. So now Brett is like trying to tell everybody about this music video that Sheena like violated him. This is...
0: We should set up to This is happening at... Max's organized beach cleanup. Max is really because, passionate about the because ocean. Because Max is, he, like, there's something he really cares about. It's just something that, like, you know, and I'm swimming in the ocean, so I think we should clean it up.
1: Yeah. Um, he's passionate about the ocean. He's from San Diego, you know.
0: <laughs> he's from and, Hawaii.
1: Oh, sorry, Hawaii. Then he moved to San Diego, yeah. you know, so he likes the beach. And he organizes beach cleanup. Um, <laughs> Max's
0: beach cleanup. And, yeah. like, in the episode, they're all like, you're going to Max's beach cleanup on, on Thursday. It's a big deal. It's a like, big yeah, deal. so the whole group's going.
1: The whole group's going. And, um, so, Max, I know, so Brett is hooking up with Dana at this point, and in front of Dana, he's just saying how, like, he's like, yeah, I don't know, I filmed a vi- music video with Sheena in Palm Springs, and, like, feel a little violated. And then she, Dana tries to get up, like, why he felt violated, and he's like, that's when he says, like, you know, I had no problem, like, simulating laying the pipe, but she, like, <laughs> literally licked beeswax, beeswax out of my ear. Like, that's that's what crosses like, that yeah. she licked his ear, and he's that's like, where he was like, like no.
0: He's like, I felt, I felt kind of violated. And I, I totally like, if I wanted to like fuck her on camera, I could have. Like, yeah. I re- really, I could have, could've, I could have. I he, felt a little violated.
1: Yeah, he's like, if I went, he's telling Dana, he's like, yeah, it was crazy. Like, if I wanted to fuck her on camera, easily, I could have, yeah, could e- easily, e- like easily, like, easily happen, like that. Easily,
0: easily happen. Could easily happen. She was like, you want a blowjob? I was like, nah.
1: And he's like, which is and hard for me, because, like, I love blowjobs. Like, we know. <laughs> we know, you know? The um, guy
0: enjoys a blowjob. Yeah.
1: Um, he
0: enjoys th- a drink and a blowjob.
1: So then Sheena hears about this, and she goes up to him, and she's like, why are you upset about the music now." And then he's like, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, uh, you know, it was just like, we were really, like, Doing things that like like you were licking my ear and stuff and like and she's like it's called acting brat and I'm just like <laughs> really good at my job okay I don't know about you but I'm just like you don't think I was uncomfortable but I was acting I was performing I'm like really good at it and you're like you kind of are you kind of are good at your job I
0: thought the music video was great I it was loved really it. good yeah
1: yeah so Sheena shut that down pretty well I thought she handled that <laughs> for as terrible as they're giving her an edit this season I thought she handled that the best she could
0: yeah
1: um. Yeah, I have a
0: uh, a note from the season because there was another new cast member, Danica.
1: Oh God, yes.
0: For one season, I think was on there, yeah. and there's a great moment uh, where Danica gets suspended because she pushed her boyfriend Brett Willis. There was another Brett,
1: another Brett, <laughs> Brett Willis.
0: Wow. Uh, because Brett Willis, it uh, was just openly asking her if she would like have a threesome with him and another girl, so she pushed him, and then Lisa suspended her.
2: I could
1: see that. Danica has... They, uh, there's a lot of Adderall energy in this show. She has Adderall eyes. She's just like waiting to push somebody. Yeah,
0: and she pushed her boyfriend, Brett Willis, because he asked her if she'd have a threesome with him and whoever else. And she was like, I'm going to fucking push you. Mm.
1: And I think that's a no. Um, and she- Lisa's like, you can't
0: do that in front of the customers. No matter you know what your man wants you to do, it's not professional. You take it behind the closed doors.
1: Unfortunately, we weren't filming for the show. If we were, you'd be promoted. But- <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, your boyfriend's not on the show. It doesn't count. Um, Danica. Brett
0: Willis does not have the same face that the other Brett and Max have. That's why I've told you he can't be on the show much often.
1: Not sure if his hair can take a perm, but you know, again, I don't know, so it doesn't count. Um, that Dana. She's like a manager. Danica. What's her name? Danica. Danica. Danica, the manager. She also, when we first meet her, she has to blow into her car. She has to do a breathalyzer wow, in order to yeah, get her car has. to start. Yeah. So that's how we meet her.
0: That's how we. Meet her
1: Elizer Starting the car. I, um, I
0: I love how much of a theme, uh, just a general theme of Vanderpump Rules, the the show entirety. Uh, rage texting is. Oh yeah. Rage texting is just the the heartbeat that keeps the show going. I really feel rage, text. rage texting. Jax
1: is the king of it. Jax uh, is the king of
0: it. We had Sandoval rage texting Stassy Right. In this yeah. season, yeah. Uh, a lot of rage texts.
1: Um, we also, sorry, we skipped over at the beach cleanup. Mm. Max and Brett have a shirtless heart to heart on the beach about Dana. (laughs) And, um, it's amazing because, um, so Brett is saying like, bro, like, Brett's to Max. He's like, bro, bro, do you care that I'm dating her? Like, bro, do you care? And Max is just like, I don't really want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to talk about it. And then Brett is like, bro, it's me, bro! It's me, bro! And then he's like, Max is like, I don't want to talk about it. He's like, okay, so what if I fucked her? Would you care? It's like, he immediately is just like, because I kind of want to fuck her. Would you care if I fucked her? Like, it's me, bro! I'm going to fuck her. Is that okay? Like, shirt's off. It's insane. It's so good. Um,
0: Yeah, I love the getting to watch Brett and and Max like bro hand bro handshake the original three, like yeah. the the main three guys, that was a fun thing for me. Getting to see them all be like, what's so What's up, dude? Yeah. What's up, bro? How you doing, dude? <laughs> like that, I loved it so much.
1: It's it's yeah, this season is really I feel like it's gonna become a cult classic where it was not appreciated yeah. during its time, but watching it back, you're like, This season is incredible.
2: Incredible.
0: There's a there's a moment on this boys hang, there's a moment where Max admits he loves being the little spoon. Which oh. makes sense. He's a Little Spoon guy.
2: Yeah.
0: And Jax is like, I'm not like these emo dudes that like to be... <laughs> like he just calls Max an emo dude. I mean, because he's kind not of right. I mean, kind of right. That's what
1: I'm saying. Kind There's of a right. difference, you
0: know? Yeah, kind of. He's like, I'm not like these emo dudes. I, I, like, I don't like to be the Little Spoon. Yeah. So...
1: He's like, I'm, I when I gaslight I when I when I gaslight my girl, I'm the big spoon. And Max is like, when I gaslight my
2: girl, I'm the little spoon. Like, it's like it's totally different.
0: <laughs> it's that really sums up the differences between these two these two guys in the original version. Yeah, Schwartz might have a little bit of like little spoon energy, but
1: Schwartz is wearing a um a long t-shirt at one point during the show that like goes past his knees and he's wearing shorts under it that get covered by the shirt and it's very Silence of the Lamb Killer. There's <laughs> yeah, something about Schwartz in this long t-shirt just walking around coked up at his party that's just like this guy. There's some Silence of the Lamb's energy. Yeah no,
0: I wish that that scene had been broadcasted on Mission to Mars when he did the Mars show yeah. and they all got to watch him do that scene. I that think... would have been a nice way for them all because he had to explain like what Vanderpump Rules was to McLovin. Yeah. And I I wish that's how McLovin had been introduced to it me too
1: there's also at one point in one of these episodes Lala is wearing like a fake uh <laughs> lip ring and she's wearing like spandex and like a, she looks like she just walked off the set of Sons of Anarchy as like an extra who has sex with like the main guy in that show you know what I <laughs> yeah, mean it's she just
0: fucked like, Ron Perlman
1: it's crazy like her outfit with this fake uh lip ring is just nuts yeah. um, uh, some of the fashions are crazy n-
0: another note I have from this season uh Carter is uh, what do you what do you think of this I think Carter is West Coast situation.
1: Oh, I wouldn't do that to Mike's situation. <laughs> <I would be laughs> yeah, that's like
0: an that. insult to the situation. Situation is a star. Maybe just a, yeah, it's true. Maybe I just said there there was something about seeing Carter's face. I, don't I felt know. like he was a little bit West Coast situation, but maybe I'm wrong. I think maybe I'm wrong.
1: I think even though Mike's situation while on the Jersey Shore. He was abusing drugs, alcohol. He wasn't in a good place. And as much as he was so hateable, he's so charismatic. He's he's got a little yeah, bit of like ability. No, you're right.
0: Carter does not have the charisma. Near an inch of the charisma that. Carter. Uh, the situation
1: has. I, I just feel like he is like one of those people that you meet in L. A. or New York, and you're just like, I don't ever want to. See. Like, they just have terrible energy, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, I just there's no, he shouldn't be on TV. He has no presence on television. He, yeah. he just has this giant dyed beard. I think I just I just don't like him. I'm sorry. Mm, I know. Yeah. I, I, yeah.
0: You, you know what? I take it back. Yeah. I take it back. I'm, I'm, that's not right.
1: Sorry. Yeah. I can't. I can't condone that. I, I mean, I. I mean, Mike. The situation rammed his head against a concrete wall before a fight. You know, it's like even if you hate him, you're like no one else does that on TV. I mean, he did the craziest thing ever. You know, what, what, the, <laughs> was the best. what has Carter done?
0: Concussed himself.
1: What has Carter done? Nothing. But that's true. Borrow yeah, money from Kristen.
0: Yeah, take money from Kristen. Yeah. Uh, we don't even, he, he wasn't even part of the hot makeouts from Kristen, I don't think. No. I think that was like postcard. He When she was like, I'm just into hot makeouts. Just guys with beards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, it, it's an epic season. Highly recommend it if you're a reality television fan. Yeah, so it's, a, it's a
0: good it's a good revisit. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I have a great time watching it. I I, I laughed out loud. Every episode.
1: Yeah. And we should say Jax is also kind of a part of this. Um, the reason why this season is good because he's going through a complete <laughs> mental breakdown. He's rage texting. He's this going... Is,
0: this is... We're getting ready for the Jackson and Brittany wedding. This, this is the Jackson and Brittany wedding season.
1: Yeah. But it, it, so they get married and then the pool party and everything happens after their marriage. Wow. Okay. After the wedding. And that's what they're saying is that like... Oh, he's just mad because he's not the center of attention and he's, you know, he's not,
0: it's not all about yeah. him anymore. I watched a couple episodes because in, I think it's episodes four and five of this season. They okay. go to Miami as like a dual bachelor or bachelorette right. party. Yeah. And uh, so the girls are all in, their, they go out, they do their thing, their own wedding dresses. That was like Britney's idea was yeah. all the girls are going to wear wedding dresses. Fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. And they all do a chant where they go, bachelorette. Bah no. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of that I and Brittany doing like this dance. Just, like as she's as she's like walking in and then like Sheena's behind her and then Sheena feels like she has to start dancing. <laughs> Sheena's wedding dress was great. It was she's literally just in like white spandex shorts and like a veil. There you go. <laughs> <up. laughs> Sheena's wedding dress was very good. <laughs> uh, and then the boys go to a strip club.
1: In old men makeup? Drag?
0: Second. Okay. They they also do that. But okay. first, they just like, straight go to a strip nice. club. Yeah. Sandoval got them a bottle of vodka. <laughs> I got a bottle of tequila. And Jackson's <laughs> like, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> just like, and then Bo is doing the thing. Bo is the worst. Yeah. Bo is like... You wanted a lap dance, dude. Like, like, so he, like, does the thing where, so he sits next to a stripper, and he's like, uh, I'm gonna go over there, actually. And then, but then they show him getting a lap dance, and he's doing the thing where he's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <Sanity>. <laughs> yeah, doing, like, that. And then he's like, oh, thank you, uh, thank you. Like, does that, but I'm like, no, just lean into it. And then Jax just, they just, like, keep showing Jax with tits in his face, and he's like, <laughs> like, literally. So that was a fun thing to get to watch. The boys at their, uh... Jax's bachelor party
1: I, I like Jax's shamelessness that's why I, he like he knows that's why I'm a... like
0: Bo. you just have to lean into it yeah. like you know what it's Stassi's gonna be pissed but you're here yeah so that's what's happening
1: also Stassi's always pissed no matter what <laughs> yes. she's always mad at something so anyway it's a, it's a great season yeah it's I, se- I, season I've, eight
0: yeah season eight um, um way to go season eight of yeah. Pump rolls and we're excited for the new season
1: very excited yeah we'll probably be talking about it so again sorry for our two listeners if you're not a fan but yeah. hopefully it's still kind of entertaining
0: speaking of things i'm excited about
1: oh man okay
0: there is a new justin timberlake is back he's back jt yep. is back he's got a new single yep selfish selfish yeah selfish is here so we
1: listen to it well i
0: listen to it watch the music video i'm coming out hot i love it i can't get enough of it really i love selfish oh my god the video like watching the music video it it makes me think that he's singing the song to himself so i'm just (laughs) i just imagine him singing the song to himself and that's why i love it so much
1: okay that's a good angle
0: because it's all the music it's like this it's like a love song it's kind of a fuckboy anthem a little bit a little bit, yeah. Little, that's what kind of what I was getting out of it. Like, yeah. I might be jealous, but I can't help it. Yeah. Like, a little bit of a fuckboy anthem. But the video is just all about him yeah. shooting a music video. Yeah. So I'm like, I think he's just singing to himself. I think he just loves himself.
2: I
1: don't know. I was struck by it. He looks like Hugh Jackman in this video. Like, he has a completely different face now. It's and interesting
0: watching him age. Yeah. I yeah. think that's
1: the most interesting yeah. part of It's like, I think he's never looked better, to be honest. I think he
0: looks great. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I agree.
1: I've never really been attracted to JT, but. But, um now that he kind of looks a little older and he doesn't have a perm he's
0: got a little salt and pepper beard yeah. going and he's letting that stay which i think is a good decision
1: he looks like Hugh Jackman to me and like in this video i was like <laughs> oh he looks like Hugh Jackman i mean i don't know yeah i thought he, his his look was really interesting i was underwhelmed by the song i'm so sorry i just to me it sounded like um jealous it sounded like nick jonas is jealous um mm. might be hellish i still get jealous Na, na,
0: wow, na, na, that na, one yeah. It's okay. just a very
1: similar vibe to Jealous. Yeah. I don't know, so maybe that. But um, I'm like happy for him, and it's not bad. I was just expecting like a. It's just kind of middle of the road. I feel I'm a little. I feel like it's a little middle of the road. And after all the hate and the shit that he was getting, you kind of wanted him to maybe come out with a little more of a. I don't know. Just a little more. Like, he really doesn't dance. It's nothing. It's not like. He's, he's not, not really dancing, dancing in the video. Yeah, yeah, he kind of. It's very restrained. He's kind of like running away from the camera. So maybe that's like his. He All of a sudden, there's like a being John Malkovich angle where it's he,
0: like. suddenly being John Malkovich. where being he's, John Malkovich. I loved the. I, I liked the choreography of the Being John Malkovich song. Yeah, it was he's interesting. He's like falling through this little. And then like the reveal is like, oh, and then he steps on it. That was just like a weird little prop for his music video. Yeah,
1: that was kind of cool. Uh,
0: and then he's like frustrated. He's like. And he's pissed at the music video. He's like, I can't help it. Yeah, I'm, I love it. I'm like moving when it's on. I'm oh. listening to it. I love
1: it. Justin's a fan of Justin. I,
0: I I. mean, I, you know, I've always said it. I think I've said it on here before, i we'll say it again. I think I was ahead of the curve on the <laughs> straight male fans of Justin Timberlake. All right. So I, I feel that I was an early adopter of that. It's something to, uh, and it something to be proud of. And it's something to be proud of. And it's something that I live by. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I like it. Yeah. So get off my back. Okay, well I'm off, off, <laughs> off your back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a great time listening to it. Great time watching the music video.
1: Yeah, I watched him. I watched like I had time at work. I have, I have a lot of time at work sometimes, and I watched it, like his SNL performance. It was Ooh. pretty good.
0: Oh, did he? He did he do this song on SNL. Yeah, on hey. SNL. Oh, I should have checked that out. Okay, It well, was pretty good. Was yeah. he dancing on the SNL or was not he just kind of? Not really. Mm, no, interesting. he's
1: not. Yeah, he's not really dancing. But yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I uh, we'll see. I, it was a little underwhelming for me. Um, Not bad, but it just kind of sounded like every other pop song that's been out for the past like five years. Sorry.
0: Um, Yeah, you know, I guess. Yeah, I I felt like it was. I I, I thought it felt like late two thousands Justin Timberlake. Yeah, that was kind of what I got, which I enjoyed.
1: Like the one when he did that song Mirror. It's Like in my mirror, yeah,
0: yeah, mirror's yeah, yeah mirror is great, yeah. I love mirror, yeah. I think
1: mirror's is good. That's why I'm like, I don't think this is as good as a mirror in that mm, era of Justin, yeah. so I don't know. It, it's not bad, it's not bad, but it's just a little little middle of the road for me,
0: you know. I'm uh, not, I, I, you, I know, connect, connect you know, to it. I, you know, I, I we all have our opinions and <laughs> we're all entitled to them, and, and and but but I think I thought it was great, I yeah. loved it, yeah, I, I loved it, and it's gonna be. In my Spotify, <laughs> listening to it. Wow, Justin. So, so that's that.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I feel bad. I didn't really have. Do I have any more thoughts? Um,
0: I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can't say I have much more either.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like we did it. Um, should we get out of here on that? Should we listen to it for a second? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's. Uh...
0: Oh, never now mind. I'll live that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, get Michael out here.
1: Oh, it's so sad. It's so
0: sad. Yeah, sorry. Um, we don't
1: have much to give for Justin because we're just very wrapped up in the yeah. Iron Claw and Vanderpump.
0: We'll, we'll play a little bit of Selfish for you if, if yeah. you haven't heard it. It's, it's okay. You know. They would fall the way I fell. It's great.
1: Justin connects to the fuckboy though. <laughs>
2: It's catchy. Okay, no, yeah.
1: When when Justin's singing it, I like it. When you when you through your eyes, I appreciate it better. Yeah.
0: So if I, I get jealous. <laughs> I can't help it.
1: All right. This is another episode of <laughs> Entertainment Entertainment, an entertaining conversation about entertainment with comedians Justin Angermeyer and Caitlin McKee. I'm Caitlin McKee.
0: I'm Justin Angermeyer. This is Live That Way Forever <laughs> from the Iron Claw.
2: Yeah. Live That Way! Oh, man. It was a really good movie. It was a really, was really, was good, a really, good, really good, good movie. Everyone should go see this movie. Yeah.